welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we are talking about one of Sue Hall's very favorite topics, and that is um, how to add charm to your home. I think you do it best, Sue. So thanks, girl. Welcome to the podcast. So naturally, (laughs) all those photos, all those photos you posted the other day. By the way, I was going to say something I forgot to, but yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Your home is amazing. (laughs) I I came to when you had just moved in, and it looks. Anybody who um, isn't following Sue Hall on Instagram, it is so fun to follow her, and it's Halla Hall. At, at Halla Hall, H-A-L-L-A-H-A-L-L. And P.S. I made that name before I thought Instagram would go anywhere. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, I think my sister-in-law was saying like, there's this new thing, like you should get on it and we can just like exchange photos. And I was just like, yeah, this, whatever. And so I'm like, Halla Hall, that's funny. And like, here we are. Here we are. High five Instagram. You made it. <laughs> 10 years later. <laughs> yes. Just loving anyway. it. I also didn't think it was going to go anywhere. So my Instagram <laughs> handle's stupid too. But anyway, Suze lives a really beautiful, colorful life. She loves original art. She was, I was going to say raised in an attic, but you weren't, but you did. That. You did live the last 13 years in an attic. Yeah. And made it the most lovely, charming place ever. Thanks. Walking into it feels like a hug. So you guys are going to hear from the best today on how to add charm to your home. This was a request from um, a listener. And whether you're living in a brand new home, a new to you home, or just the home that you're living in, we're going to outline and prioritize five top five ways to make it feel like yours. But first, we want to um, give a little shout out to our um, sponsor ZocDoc. Yeah, I love ZocDoc. The whole idea of it's amazing because during the pandemic, I didn't go to the doctor. Like we all just like, I didn't either. Down. Yeah. And there was nothing else that existed except for COVID at yeah. that point. But so all of our ailments just kind of were left by the wayside. And so like now that like once masks came off and you're starting to understand how badly you need those doctors, mm-hmm. um, I'm using ZocDoc and it's amazing because you can just go onto their app And you can actually search for local doctors who take your insurance, read patient reviews, which is super important to us, and book an appointment. Um, Because all that stuff is so annoying, P.S., right? Yeah. You can also do that. Um, It can be in person or a video chat, and you never have to wait on hold with a receptionist ever again. Mm, Blessings. I know. Blessings. So um, I think now more than ever is the time to prioritize our health. And yeah, our listeners go to ZocDoc. Dot com. Say that three times fast. ZocDoc.com <laughs> slash Dear Alice and download ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top rated doctor. Um, they're available as soon as today, which is so cool because yeah. I hate waiting. And ZocDoc anyway. is spelled Z-O-C-D-O-C. Yes. So that's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Dear Alice. Awesome. Thanks, Sue. Uh, it's going to be really helpful in the months to come. Um, okay, so let's jump into the topic, lighting. We we actually talked at great length with our design center about this. And this was one thing that just kind of kept coming up um, is the lighting. I find that when we're doing a new build, as a designer, we're often scanning to see what our budgets are before we start a build. Now, those of you that live in a house, this still applies to you because the lighting is existing in your home. 
and you might have what we call the boob light hanging in certain areas of your house. We've talked about it before. Probably in closets and bathrooms and other things. And that's a really affordable way to light a room, Mm -hmm. but not the most extraordinary way or the charming way. It feels very like Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. And like between a boob light and just like other lights too that are just like I don't know builder grade called it in got it at Home Depot Mm -hmm. anyway you're probably sick of them and so yeah those those are the things that I think you should start to like look at and say which ones like are actually giving me joy we're gonna Marie Kondo this guys which (laughs) ones are giving you joy and which ones would you absolutely hate when we first moved into like this little house that we're in there was a lot of like weird lights. So I actually took until I can afford to like replace all of them. I took most of them down and just like left the, like the little, the bulb, like Mm -hmm. I'd rather look at the bulb and just like accentuate my art and stuff around it. Um, than have that light distract because I hated them so much. So, and then like piece by piece, I'm just replacing the spots and just finding ones that I really love. And it's amazing. We just put one in the entry that's darling and it's us. And I'm just like, okay, this is starting to feel like mine. Awesome. And so I think it's a really important way. So if, if you hate it, um, don't look at it anymore. Yeah. Take it down. Totally. I'd, it's such yeah. an instant way to make your house also feel, I think, higher end and yeah. custom. It'll feel completely you mm-hmm. when you invest in those little things that yeah. are light giving and yeah, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. Yeah. As far as budgets go, um, I think people will want to, are interested in this. Now you might be a really great shopper. You might be able to thrift or um, find things at an estate sale or otherwise. Where'd you get your entry light, Sue? I got it. I think it was Arteriors. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's from Mouth Lane. Yeah. <laughs> so one of Cold our air. vendors. Um oh. Yeah. So depending on whether you're buying retail, we'll give you retail prices of what we can um, commonly spend on a new build. Now, Corey, you just recently built a home. How big is your house? 3,200 square feet. Okay. And what do you think that you would spend on lighting if you were spending retail on lighting? Retail, I I would guess around 20,000. So maybe like anywhere, you could probably do a little bit cheaper than that. So 15 to 25,000, depending upon, there are still some lights that I have to like purchase from home. I kind of just did what Suze did and I have like some was just a light bulb and like, I'm going to replace that at some point because I just didn't want to like throw a boob light up there and waste 200 bucks or whatever that was. And Uh um, so, yeah, so I just did that for the meantime and would rather just bite it off in pieces as, as I can. Yeah. So. Sue, you just moved into a new home. What, how many square feet are you in? I am 2,800. 2,800. And what do you think that you could spend on lighting in your home? I actually haven't thought about this. Yeah. I just go one by one. Yeah, uh, totally. Probably, probably around that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, a, I'm a good shopper. I mean, like we, re- we put those sconces in mm-hmm. and those are ones that like are like in, those are vintage. Mm-hmm. And so I had to get them rewired and I customized the shade. So mine might be a little bit more than Corey's because I'm going to do it the hard way. I'm yeah. going to already crawl in a beautiful way to get the charm. So I would probably say it's going to be, mine would probably be more like 25 to 35 if I was to do it all and do it really well. Yeah. It did come with some really good shades. wagon wheel lights. <laughs> Don't be jealous. They're in the basement. <laughs> but I like that you saved them. Yeah. That's awesome. Maybe <laughs> hang know, them in the barn someday. Maybe I'll someday. plaster them. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. That's so. awesome. Well, to give you an idea, I did a new build probably, um, it's almost been seven years and I spent around 60,000. 
How many square feet are you? I also got a really good deal on my lights. <laughs> so I am, gosh, it's probably like 5,500 feet. Okay. So. But I think what people need to know, these aren't just like, you know, your standard, just standard lights that you would find anywhere. These are, these are pieces that like when you use the light, like when you turn the light on, when mm-hmm. I do that in my home and like in certain areas, I'm like, Oh man, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, the sconces in my hallway, it's like, those are, those are my Worth favorite lights to turn on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's, it really, it may, it's not just, it's not, it's not just function. It's, um, you know, like design and it's, uh, what's the word atmosphere too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it also makes your home feel so expensive and elevated. Mm. It's funny. Yes. Like I could have even done lousier baseboards and not as beautiful flooring and whatnot, but the lighting is so beautiful. And it's one of like the first compliments people give. They're like, your lighting is extraordinary, mm. you know? And, and it really, it really is. And it really makes the space. And I'm only telling you guys this because you're going to, if you are entering into a new build, your, your builder is probably going to budget around eight grand for lighting for an entire, like 5,000 square foot home. Every time, every time. This is even a luxury home builder. They give us like nothing for lighting. And in order to make your house feel really special, lighting is going to really carry it home. Yep. Yeah. So be discerning. Definitely. And in the meantime, if you um, aren't ready to replace lighting quite yet, lamps um, are going to really help layer lighting and they're going to create ambiance. Yeah, which we'd add anyway. Mm -hmm. That's so important. Yeah. And you you don't even have a light in your main room. This is fun. You just have lamps. Yeah. Homegirl, she just like did plug in like the swag lamps. I go back to the pictures. Who's homegirl? She's the previous owner. The cowboy's wife. I think she was a rodeo queen in the seventies oh, or something. Oh anyway, Barbara. Barbara. Hey Barbara. So homegirl. Anyway, homegirl. They didn't have any lights above, and so she just relied on lamp lighting. And so for the longest, like when I first bought the house and before we moved in, I was just like, for sure, I'm going to get cans in there. It's going to be great. The longer I've lived there, I put sconces in that room mm-hmm. over the mantel, and I've brought in lamps and everything, and I actually really love it because and it, the ceiling is uninterrupted. I'm not saying this for everybody. Mm-hmm. You're going to have bigger houses and you're going to need a larger light in the center. Also your ceiling really, heights are I'm eight foot. Yeah. I'm eight foot ceilings. And so, but then like my texture smooth on my walls, my texture smooth on my ceilings. And so all that being white with the natural light, it's really beautiful. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes you can have too many cans in a room Yeah, and it looks like acne on your ceiling. So yeah, don't do that. Anyway, but what I'm saying is that the lamp light, even though like I'm not doing arithmetic in there, guys, like it's just a mood and it's mm-hmm. been enough. And I actually really, really love not having interruptions up there, mm-hmm. but like the charm comes from those accent lightings. It comes from the sconces. It comes from, there's a couple spots. I'm just like, I know that I'm like, I'm going to put an art light there. I'm going to put an art light at the end of my hallway. I'm going to put art light. So I have little pockets where I'm like, I'm not going to do it on everything, but I'm going to do key pieces and that will add charm to my space. And it will highlight those pieces of art that are important to me. It gives like a little bit more importance, you know, if there's something like a focal at the end of a hallway and that's where you put your art light. Cause you're like, okay, I need to pay attention and I'm going to go down that journey. Mm-hmm. So anyway, just kind of go through your house and say, what's missing? Why is this flat? And even if you don't have art on your wall yet, be like, I can see that that's an important spot that my eye naturally gravitates towards. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to find something special there and I'm going to accent it with a great light. 
So. Yeah, I love that. And when we yeah. think about like our favorite movies, like The Holiday, yeah. that little French cottage, you know, cottage. it's, I mean, English cottage would be, it's like these warm, moody spaces and like little pockets of warm lamplight. It's not like overhead cans are on and like the feeling isn't light and bright. It's this really charming little hug you back kind of space with warm, glowing lamplight. Yep. And lamps, are, if they're like 30 inches high, then that's just like right at the same level as your face when you're sitting. It's the most flattering light, too. You're going to look great in it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you're going to just have lights on at the night, you're, you're not working in the evening. You're just like enjoying a conversation or yep. watching a program or, you know, talking with your kids or whatever. So... I think it's nicer for ambiance, really. Yeah, it's such yeah. a mood. Totally. Guys. Love that. Um, Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats, and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. So lighting is like one of the first things that we think. Definitely. And give your, you know, just the skeleton of your home that instant charm before you even add the other layers. Yeah. So. As far as like um, cans go, because probably a lot of you guys have can lights, we did a podcast on lighting and just make sure and use the right Kelvin in your cans. That's the temperature of light. Um, there's one that's like called natural light or bright white. Don't do those. You don't want that. Yeah. You want the warm glow. Definitely. Um, the warmest is the 2700 Kelvin. We like to stay in that pocket between 2700 and 3000. The, cold, yeah. the coolest, whitest light is 5,000 Kelvin. So just make sure that you are able to work with the temperature of your bulbs. I don't know, Corey, do you have any advice on that you just built? Do you say there's like an adjustment you can make on the can? Um, no, uh, Mark told us that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think there is a can that you can adjust the temperature on, like the Kelvin on. Um, but yeah, I think like for places like bathrooms and kitchens and stuff like that, 3,000 is great. Mm -hmm. Um, for other, like in my hallway, it's 2,700, uh, my, uh, bedroom, 2700 places where I, you know, yeah. Try low to, light. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So just trying a to set warmer. a mood yep. yep. places you want to light a candle. Exactly. I gotcha. Yep. Um, so let's talk about space planning to make homes feel more charming. 
This is this is pro tip number two. This is pro tip number two. And I think we've said this on here before, but when we go to market, like there are certain designers that we go just to like study the space planning. And when we're looking in books and things, we always study the space planning and you'll know it when you, you might not know it immediately, but when you're looking at pictures of a space that draws your attention, that's just like interesting. The heights are a little bit different as you're going through the pieces of furniture, all the different, there's different characters. You'll notice that like they have like one little guy, like kind of tucked in this little corner. And then anyway, just notice the way that they place their furniture. That's what we're talking about when we say space planning. Don't just do a sofa and then like a sofa and an L with like two chairs opposite. Like that's mm-hmm. so generic, guys. Yeah. Don't um, push your furniture up against all the walls. Don't push your furniture up against yeah. the walls. Just try and mix it up. Go grab yourself an architectural digest. Study the space planning. Because um, that will, just like putting something on an angle or introducing another little accent chair. We talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that will add charm to your space yeah um yeah I think the tiny spaces if you pay attention to those like your vestibules the sitting rooms your entry nooks the window seats mm-hmm. those kind of things are also super charming yeah. I remember talking to Ray Booth on his podcast that we did with him and he talked about how he has this really grand beautiful glass window tower that's like two stories high that's everybody loves this space architecturally But he also said, you know, besides those grand moments, the tiny moments are equally as important because that's where the private conversations happen. Mm -hmm. Um, You feel safe in those. I think human scale, your body. um, There's a book called The Not So Big House, and it talks about how we feel in different spaces, Mm -hmm. how we're supposed to feel when we're in the capital, you know, the state capital. It's big. You're supposed to feel small, small when you're in this big, big building. And then at home, we're supposed to feel like we're more important in our own home. And when we're in these little spaces, I think there's a real safety to them. And um, that is like going to be the definition of a charming space. Like really dial those in. You know, the window seats can be full of down feathers and can be a small pattern and it can have a jumbo wells or it can be like a French um, mattress, you know, type of uh, um, construction. And even a French ticking is darling with mismatched pillows and all of those things are going to give you that feeling of charm. Yeah, you can pull like a charming little like table up to it too, just overlapping like a little cocktail moment. And then those just all become like little characters layered on top of each other. And it's really the layers that create these charming environments. So you're just like, oh, I'm just going to tuck this away for a second so I can squeeze over here and I cozy up in the corner. And you just yeah. feel like a kid again. Totally. I, don't know. I think that I've always lived in like smaller spaces. And I think my body like psychologically, I like that. And I think that's why I'm continually drawn to it because I lived in an attic for so long. And then we just bought this small little ranch and like I was talking to a friend about it and she was saying, she's like, there's something great about it because you know exactly where you are from end to end, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a charm to that. And we talk about transitions a lot from like space to space. And just like when you can feel those and like kind of pull these walls in on all ends, like it just, like you said, it hugs you. It hugs you and that's where a charm comes and that safety comes, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So your space planning is super, super important. Yeah. So. The, the imperfect and unusual details that might lead to problem solving can really inspire creative solutions. Yes. Um, I think an example of this, um, Sue, you'd probably have a better example in the attic of like irregular spaces. 
Um, I know actually I'm thinking of the moment that was kind of that area where your art desk was set up. Oh yeah. That nook and then yeah. it became a little tiny nursery for Nolan. Yeah. Do you remember that? I don't know if you want to speak to that. Yeah. In this attic we remodeled it and like took out some closets and walls and kind of reoriented everything, painted the wood floors white, all these things. But the hallways were really wide. Mm-hmm. Like it was only 1400 square feet. So it was small, you know, it wasn't big at all, but there was like two good bedrooms Well, a living room, one big bedroom, a kitchen, but the hallways were really wide. And there was, like you said, there was this like one little jet out, like with a dormer um, that was pretty sizable. So I could fit my drafting desk in there before I had babies. And then when he had Nolan, that became his nursery because we didn't have another bedroom. And, and it's, it was the cutest. Mm -hmm. It was just the most charming. And like, I love our nursery now, but I loved that little nook. It was just like, there was such a safety to that. And that was an architectural like thing that like may have it looked weird. Like what on earth am I going to do with that? But once you put real life furniture in it or something, you know, or just like a reading nook or I don't know, there, look around your house and there's probably something that like doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. Um, that will, that can evoke a really creative solution and a really charming moment. Totally. Yeah. If you look close. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, other things like architectural accents, um, can really add a lot of charm. So like vaults or moldings. I, I love, there's a space in my home that's over my family room and it's, it's a two store ceiling. So that sounds like, um, the opposite of charming. It's like 17 feet tall to the top of the pitch, but we, um, we lined the whole thing in poplar and then we did these big white sort of lake house beams. And I love that ceiling so much. And I think all the extra finish work um, really adds a great deal of charm. So kind of featuring some of those architectural elements can add a lot. And the way sunlight bounces off of a vault is mm-hmm. really magical and the shadows that it like provides and things. I know that when we're doing a new, we are doing a new build actually right now and it's supposed to kind of feel like an older home. Yeah. And there's this top portion that again, they weren't really going to finish, but they decided they're like, actually, let's just like make that like an area for the kids. There's like some of these weird vaults and things. So we finished it out and they love it. Like the kids, like it's not even, they're not even occupying it yet, but they're like, the kids go up there because they feel safe. Yeah. It's so interesting that like, it's like their size, it's their size. It's the attic moment. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, it just, and even the the husband like he loves he's like well, I'm like what's your favorite spot he's like I love that third level yeah I'm just going up there it just kind of I don't know probably brings out the little kid in him you know yeah I think so. reminds me of Wander Lane in our portfolio oh yeah about her little that little playroom yeah it's like the ceilings are probably five foot four can you stand up straight I can't stand I up can straight stand in up it directly straight in my head like skims yeah I'm five, five foot four. eight yeah. so it's um five foot four ceilings and it's like it's funny because there's like three stairs up from just like the normal level and it leads up into this little extra space I don't know if it's supposed to be storage or what but yeah. um we wallpapered it all in like a light pink paper with red bunnies on it and it's got like RH um, kid Their furniture. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think child RH child yeah. furniture, little tufted sofa and everything. And she loves going in it. She's a really young grandma. That's darling. And her grandkids love it. And it's just like a favorite little charming space. So yeah. turn like those hidden pocket, turn those funny little pockets and stuff into something. It's mm-hmm. going to be the favorite room. Yeah. So good. Um, walls. Yeah. So we've talked about lighting. We've talked a little bit about space planning and architectural things. 
Um, yeah, let's talk about like just the walls. We all have them. Yes, we do. Us. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, but it's really, it's all in like the finishes. It's how you skin the whole place, right? And you can mm-hmm. add a lot of charm there. All, a lot of your walls are just made from gyp, like just your drywall. And then you add a texture to it. Um, I don't like, and I like term. You, you don't want a lot of texture. Just heads up. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a new build, let's just get that That's out not cute right, right now. That's not cute. Don't yeah. do orange peel. Just do wholly smooth is what we usually do. Would you say smooth. least amount of texture as possible? Yeah. Yeah, okay. for so, sure. Yeah. It's harder to do because you can't hide the imperfections as much, especially on ceilings. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have to do whatever that is. Yeah. Spongy. Santa Fe or so I think they call it something like that. <laughs> yeah. If it can be smooth, it's really, Gross. Yeah. really great. So you guys spent a lot of time and labor, didn't you? Trying to scrape your ceiling smooth. No. Or did they come smooth? Like that. Oh, they just were lazy cowboys and they didn't do anything to oh, them. I'm you're so, so lucky. We just painted them. Wow. And yeah. And Amazing. Super happy. We're going to be actually filming over at Sue's house um, soon. And it might even actually come out before this podcast does. But make sure and watch that for Alice Lane Home to see her home. It is so, so beautiful. Super cool. So, but in addition, so let's talk about the walls, different things that you can add to the wall to make it charming. Um, a lot of our clients, they request in certain rooms to do a type of paneling or finish work because it makes it feel like an old British estate or, and I think that that cannot add a lot of charm. We do a lot of really interesting rhythms with moldings um, and applied moldings, your baseboards, like those profiles can add charm. Um, your like just, yeah, just doing interesting things on your walls. I think if you go to like the Tiger Oak entry, we paneled that whole area. Mm-hmm. And even though it's two story, kind of like your two story, with that addition of finish work, it adds such a, like a mood mm-hmm. and such style and a total charm. And an old school. Yeah. Yeah. It's old school. And it's so interesting that when we talk about charm, we do reference the past. Yeah. And we do reference history and there's something safe about that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Cause um, we understand it. We know what happens. Exactly. And we've future is like spacesuits, and no. you know, not charming. People are not going to march. People are going up to, <laughs> yeah, also not charming. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so true. Anyway, so moldings, um, paneling, all that can add a lot of charms. Wallpaper. Yes. We're a big sucker for wallpaper. And like, tell me the last time you went to a space that was wallpapered and you didn't feel awesome in it. Yeah, it's good. It's that was good. wallpapered recently. Ooh, well, yeah, thank you. Not <laughs> yeah. wallpaper night circa 1980, like wallpaper, like now with cool stuff. Like Corey, yes. you, you have a room in your, in your Literally house probably wallpaper. my favorite space in the entire yeah. house. Yeah. It's yeah. like such a vibe. Yeah. yeah. I'd sit in there all the time tigers. if it weren't a bathroom. You can. No mm. one would judge you. It's a really cool yeah. wallpaper. Room. Yeah. But it's like, it's a destination. Like mm-hmm. everyone that comes over to your house, you're probably like, you might want to use the restroom. Mm. Go ahead and go in there. Um, but yeah, wallpaper is such a dream. I haven't wallpapered anything in this house, but I have, I definitely am pulling some like stuff that I want to do. And I think it will add, I have enough art though, that my art kind of acts as wallpaper. Yeah. I'll I'll say that no one's entered that room without saying something about it. Right. So I think it's impossible to do that. No. And you feel like you're on a set. Mm -hmm. You feel like you're on stage and you can do anything when you go into these environments. Yeah. We actually had a client, um, yesterday this there was this darling powder off of her mudroom um that was beautiful before it was plastered it was lovely but it was just a little dark for her um and she's just like i want to feel happy when i come into 
this portion of my house because this is yeah. where I enter the, the home. This is where my kids enter yeah. the home. What can I do? And so we talk, started talking about wallpaper and we started bringing some samples out. We found this one mural and it was this like total scene. We'll, we'll have to go over there and take some pictures and share it on social media. But mm-hmm. um, she sent us a video of it yesterday and it is magic. Mm-hmm. And you cannot not smile when you look at this space. And like oh, yeah. the way you start and end a day will completely be influenced because you get to pass by that. Totally. Every single day. You kind of want to just go in and shut the door and be like, I'll be back. Yeah, no, I, I'll be back soon. Or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lovely. Yeah, I need a moment. Yeah, so it is. It's really, really dreamy. Wallpaper is amazing. An amazing way to bring charm and whether it's you know, a big mural or if it's a small space, you want to do like a tight little like inside, you know, when you open up like a hat box or something and you see like a little British print, Mm -hmm. that'd be so cute in a small little pocket. So cute. You know, and then you paint out the moldings like Mm -hmm. love. And that's so charming. It Um, really is. The wallpaper. And then if you're like not ready to like do the wallpaper route, add saturation guys in the least in some of your spaces. Mm -hmm. Tell them what you mean by saturation. Go deeper in the color. It's easy. We do this a lot in public spaces and where you're at all the time. We often will keep that lighter just because there's a lot going on. But in these rooms that are kind of reserved for a special task that you're going to tuck away into, those are the spaces that I think deserve saturation Mm -hmm. that deserve like a different, oh, a totally different persona. You know, it's a different function. Usually it's a library, it's an office, it's, you know, a little living room or something off the entry and you you gravitate to those areas when they are treated differently. So if you can't paper it, paint it. Yeah. Cause you can get a feeling. Yeah. It feels like something like change of space guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, One real quick thing on that. I don't know if you guys knew this. When I was building the studio in 2014, Mm -hmm. uh, I did a lot of research on like, uh, you know, building it out and how to do it right. Um, and one of the, uh, there was like research done and I can't remember what the article is now, but it was done by like a, like a popular, um, school in the U S and they said for a creative space, it's best to go darker and saturate the entire room because it, it like, opens you up to the like, creativity in your mind. And that was like scientifically proven. So we went like Amazing. all dark. And that's cool. why when you go into like most recording studios, especially in the engineering room, it's a very dark, very moody. So yeah. yeah, that's another reason I did my music room in my home now. Yeah. Really dark and mm. walls, ceiling, everything. So I, yeah. I'm glad you said that. I actually painted my home office black. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell. Because I have so much light, so many windows. <laughs> I OD'd on windows in this house because I lived in a dark house before this, and so the architect was like, "You have as many windows in this small house as somebody would have in a huge house." <laughs> I was like, "That's fine. That's how it, that." And I have skylights too. <laughs> but in your office? No, not uh, in my office, but in my home I do. But yeah, the ceiling is really. Um, it's got like a barrel vault in it. And I kept thinking, Oh, I'll silver leaf it or do something fun to it, but I haven't yet. So it's still white. Mm-hmm. And then the walls are black, but I have the biggest window in my whole house. I swear is in my office. I have a set of French doors with side lights and then a huge opening from the hallway to get in. So there's really only one full wall. So you almost can't tell cause Ooh. it's so light time to do something. To I'm the ceiling, grateful then. I didn't paint it white because yeah. then it'd be like fluorescent in there. Yeah. But yeah, I do need to treat the ceiling cause it's the fifth wall. Maybe you painted it dark, just the same color as the wall. You yeah. Know? Like in the meantime, I think that that could be really dramatic and just kind of connect to that wall. And mm-hmm. there we are. Don't forget the ceiling guys. It's really it's the fifth wall. Ah, 
Yeah, and go dark up there. And it's it's amazing. In a couple of my kids' rooms, we did the ceiling the same color as the wall, same finish, everything. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And it totally lifts the line mm-hmm. right there. So you, yeah. you don't feel like you're in a squatty. You know that you're in an intimate space. You know it's yeah. not a massively double vaulted ceiling, right? Yeah. But there is something that like lifts the line that takes that tension away and just cocoons you. Mm-hmm. So that's charming. That's that is charming. Yeah. Um, the last thing on walls is you have to hang art on the walls, guys. I know holes are scary in a fresh wall, but it's a must if you want your house to feel like something. Guess what? You're going to cover up the holes anyway. Yeah. Even if there's five behind that piece of art, nobody knows. Yeah, Nobody totally. knows. It makes it feel like someone lives there too. Yeah, I recently, it gives it a soul. Yeah, yeah, last week I hung and I was like, we moved in. I yeah. finally hung up art and I was like, yeah. we moved in. Totally. Yeah, it does, so... It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a game changer for sure. It really is. And we always see this, but go bigger, you know, in spots. And then like when the time is right, go small and intimate, you know, like mm-hmm. those, those are charming details when you can contrast scale with your art and whether it's going from baseboard to ceiling or you have a big, I think in a lot of like monastery homes and like, you know, this California vibe, like you see this white wall with like this focus, like really important painting mm-hmm. and like, that's all it needed. But it adds charm because it like references something in the past. It yeah. references an old mission. It, you know, something it's, it's so, um, it's such a transportation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To a more creative like space. Yeah. Put yeah. your art on your walls. Go collect art guys. I can't like say that enough. It really just is everything. We live in a 1971 like cowboy ranch with eight foot ceilings and nothing architecturally to like glow. But because I have art on my walls, it feels like I'm in a gallery. Mm-hmm. It's everything. Yeah. It changes. And the scale of Suze's art is massive and the space yeah. feels bigger and yeah. it feels alive. Yeah. And it's got a soul to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's put great. Art and put art lights up because art lights are charming AF guys. Get yeah, they up. are. Yeah. So good. Um, well, quickly, a little word from ZocDoc. When you guys need a primary care physician, a dentist, a dermatologist, a psychiatrist, an eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. That's a lot of doctors. So many doctors. Really any specialty. Just go to ZocDoc slash Dear Alice and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. Now's the time to prioritize our health. Um, go to ZocDoc dot com slash dear Alice and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash dear Alice. Gorgeous. Okay. All right. Flooring. Yes. Let's get into it. Did you know your floors could be charming? Yeah, they can. They sure can. They should. They can and they should. Yeah. <laughs> Enter ZocDoc. That sounds like a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where you can add design in tile or a hardwood floor. Yes. How do we add a design to a fo- hardwood floor? Okay. This is one of my favorite things. When you're looking at a, your floor plan, bird's eye view, you've gotten it from the architect or you've drafted it up yourself because you've lived in your home for a while. Um, you're going to see like where rooms have carpet, where rooms have hardwood, where rooms have tile. And as you're going through and laying out the direction of your hardwood, um, you will. Did you wait? Did you guys know that you can decide what direction your hardwood goes? Sure can. I actually, when I do, if if I do put hardwood in my house, I want it to be on a diagonal because that will stretch my eye a little bit more. Yeah, you can do that, guys. Yes. Yes. The world is your oyster. Yes, we're we're building a new store for Alice Lane, and we are going to lay the floors also on a diagonal. Fantastico. It takes like ten percent more. 
Good in, to know. In material yeah. to do that. So you figure for that. And then it is a little bit more in cost to lay it. But yeah, but yeah, that diagonal that line is space expanding. It's space expanding. Like you go in and you're just like, what happened? Where am I? It's like a fun house. It is. It's oh, so but great. It really is cool if you've seen it. You can probably even Google it. Go on Pinterest. I have a few pinned. Yeah. It's so, I think it's so. It's yeah. Really, really um, cool. In the Santa Monica proper designed by Kelly Wurstler. Um, I was in that space this summer and it is so beautiful the way her hardwood floors are laid and they even start to come into like a concentric circle. It's so crazy. It's more octagonal because it's hardwood planks, but it's rad. And then we also stay in a hotel in Palm Springs and um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Anyway, the floors are all on a diagonal. When you walk in, you're just like, oh, what is happening? I'm it's so groovy. I love I'm it. So yeah, That's it's awesome. really good. So also like herringbone floors. Yeah. Herringbone's great. Always a favorite for like libraries or I want to say kitchens, rooms that don't have rugs on them. I think you get the payoff for doing all the hard work of putting a pattern in. Yeah. Like a herringbone. Herringbone. The concentric square. It's charming. I think when you look at historic buildings, it's not, they don't usually do their herringbone from baseboard to baseboard. There's usually a border tracing mm-hmm. the outside of that room. So make sure you pay attention to those things. When you're looking at pictures of these like flooring treatments, look at that and say, do you like the border? Do you not like the border? Do you want the pattern to bleed from side to side, front to back? Or anyway, just pay attention to that. Cause I think the border adds charm. It feels more historic and that goes for tile and for wood. So there's that, but yeah. there's also, in addition to herringbone, there's, um, like you said, the concentric rectangle. We'll do that in a lot of like little vestibules mm-hmm. and entry and little entry pockets and things like that. And so that is just basically where it's like, it's a rectangle inside rectangle. It's just like a box within a box within a box within a box. Mm-hmm. That's a concentric rectangle. So really, really charming. And that's just how you lay the wood. So I'm sure you could like, again, Google different like wood layout designs, um, same with tile. Like we love to create a tile pattern. Yeah. And whether you're using like a mosaic or you're creating your own pattern and there's, again, there's a myriad of options or options you can like just look at visually, but your tile can add so much charm. So, so, so much charm. So anyway, think of like the London mosaic house kind of things. And there's all like just those amazing borders. That's charming. That's so charming. So make sure to tune into that. Definitely. That's great. And you don't just have to lay it straight. No. Yeah. No. And Pro if, tip. You're, if you're in a house and you don't want to invest in like relaying wood and all those things, buy rad rugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not yeah. rag rugs. You can buy those too, whatever, but rad rugs. Yes. Rugs make a big difference. Biggest difference. Yeah. They're, they just like pull the room together and they ground a room. And like we've told you guys way too many times before, just make sure and go big on the rug and um, your room's going to feel really, really expansive. It's lovely. And also like your kitchen runners, the definition of charming. Um, So a lot of those small spaces, there's small rugs for those. And it just like gives it a cozy feel. Yeah. Even in your bathroom, I have a hand knotted rug in like my boy's bathroom and it's like, it's wool, Mm -hmm. but it's so cute mm-hmm. so so cute and I haven't done anything to that room yet but the fact that I have a rug in there makes it look like a it feels I like home yeah. yeah exactly I like that yeah. speaking of rugs let's talk about layering this is our yes. fifth pro tip in um getting your getting your home to feel charming um but first of all I mean when you talked about Corey putting art up on the walls and having it just feel like you live there mm-hmm. I also feel like that when the drapes show up yeah 
Yeah, it's like this layer of softness and it adds a feeling to it. Definitely, you can get a cozy feel. You can get a contemporary feel, a traditional feel. There's ways to do, you know, pleats at the top. There's grommets if you want something more modern. There's all sorts of ways to get like a a rod, um, traversing rod Mm -hmm. with a um, track of drapes in it. Um, That's more like hotel style, more contemporary Anyway, drapery. You can get charming traverse mm. rods. Did you know that? No. You can't. We did it in a little girl's bedroom and it's so cute. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Do your research when you do like your rods and hardware because that's charming. Yeah. What brand did you use? Oh, gosh. Whatever the window treatment, we just <laughs> what we picked it, it from them. <laughs> whatever the House of Drapery House of Drapery's carries. Rod, what did we use? Yeah. So it's yeah. not like an RH or Pottery Bar, an easy buy thing. No, but yeah. More but, to the trade. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, window treatments. I think didn't. I think one of our designers called it like putting mascara on. Definitely, like it's that layer that on like the eyes. Makes, yeah, it makes the room come alive. Totally, and I've always thought of a Roman shade also as being yes. super charming. It's so charming. Yeah, so if you have like a little window at the end of a hallway or anywhere really, a tiny little Roman. What's cuter than that? Yeah, nice. and use a little pattern on it. Yes, lovely. Love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, drapery so charming. Um, I think organic pieces that are handmade are also going to help contrast the newness of a home. So whenever you can find those little handmade things, usually in your travels, I think is a great way to remember and to grab those things and support the local artists. I love that. Like accessories, but just even like little chairs. Uh-huh. Stuff. I was looking at this one little um, living room. It wasn't big, but it was on Arc Digest. A client sent it over and just, they had the coolest like little accent chair. They were just like, where did you get that? Yeah. It's so cool. Go into first dibs, go thrifting, go to like an estate sale, something. And that's where you find like just these storytellers yeah. that add charm to a house. Did oh, you guys yeah. see the, um, that's just reminded me of the AD, like Arc Digest, uh, little, I can't remember what they call the it. The open like, door. Yeah. 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 Open door. yeah. He's like, his wife was talking about these two chairs that they have in their theater room and they bring them, like, they've had them for like ever and they bring from house wow. to house. And I was like, yeah, that kind of just makes, you're bringing something from your old home to your new home and it just makes it feel like, like home. yours. Yeah. 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 It's cool. And they were rad, rad chairs. Um, mm-hmm. I love, if you haven't seen that, go watch it. Cause it's yeah, super cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Chairs are such character pieces. We usually call them like occasional chairs mm-hmm. and they're like the little artsy yeah, fashion chairs. moments, like just in front of the fireplace or, mm-hmm. you know, just to the side of a desk or you have lots of places. It could be even by a bathtub. Yeah. And, um, so that's going to be able to really give you that feeling of, I don't know. It reminds me back of like the holiday, the movie, the holiday, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm. I can picture like a little old chair with, you know, the bubble baths uh, and all yes. of the little, all the little painting on it or things. Yeah. something or carved. Mm-hmm. Like those are just all just artisan textures that add charm to your house. Definitely. And if you, yeah, even if you have like a little chair that you're just like not charming, but once you add a stack of books to the top of it and just like add those other layers in, it's, so cute. It's so yeah. cute. Add books. Definitely. I think that adds a lot of charm. It says a lot about who lives there. Mm-hmm. Um, add big books. Add, you know, we have, I think the, our book displays and our easels. Yeah. Add so much charm. Yeah. I love that because you actually get to see a book opened and what's more charming than that. Yeah, totally. I love them. Using so our books. It kind of invites yeah. you into a scene. Totally. I like to live that same moment. So good. Also plants. Yeah. 
Or having like a live tree in your house. Mm-hmm. So good. I love that. I love it too. They usually like to live near a window depending on the species of plant. I sunburnt my plant the other day. Plant you the other did? Day. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to give it some more sunlight. I'm going to take it outside oh. for the day just like for a vacation. And I hated it. It got sunburnt <laughs> and it's dying. Vacation. <laughs> anyway, not charming. Don't do that. <laughs> Look up the care uh, on your plants. They are so charming. Yeah. Yes. That's like, great. For, like, honestly, like you add a fern to a pedestal, like it's so cute. It really is. It's so cute. It we just did that in Rachel's Aww. nursery and Aww. put a fern on top of a pedestal. Oh, so good. I know. And kind of Southern. I know. It yeah. From sterile to really fly. South is the definition of charming. Oh add a pineapple to it. There you South go. always puts pineapple on their motifs because it means you. welcome. Right. Yeah. I love that. Anyway, yeah. You can also swap out your hardware. So your doorknobs, right? You can do hinges on cabinetry. Um, I switched out all of my light switch back plates and did like brush nickel ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're great. That's smart. Yeah, I just went to um, M-Tech. So easy, guys. You can also switch out your registers, like your heat registers, and you can get metal ones. They have such cute. You can go to Signature. So cute. And looks like I live in an old bank now. I love. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing says charm like an old bank. Well, you know, it does add a lot of charm though to not have to look at those like sprayed white metal ones that are kind of. You know what I mean? Right now, I really want to replace it. Well, yeah. If anybody deserves a metal register, it's you. Thank you. I do deserve it, and so do you <laughs> yeah. so you listeners your you light switches yeah and you can just do it on like the your little main things level. start at the main level and then go from there guys yeah just a little little things it really is yeah yeah you want to know what the la- you know like those switches that are the buttons oh cute so cute we stayed at remember when we went to the fabric show and we stayed at that hotel uh-huh. that like was like where was that? Anyway, it was in North Carolina. Yeah. And it was like the first prototype before like for the Empire State. It was State in building. Winston-Salem. Oh. And it's, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the property. Anyway. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah, they, they built this, um, it was like a model of the Empire State Building. They did a smaller one. It's all out of stainless steel and everything. And then once they loved it, they, they did the one in New York, like way bigger. It's and so cute. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's just like gold or silver Little plated push button, and tiny. push buttons. Yeah. And like, on and off. That's it. Yeah. Just like two buttons. Not one of those switch plates that has like four switches on it. Yeah. That's less charming. It's funny because like just really fast architecturally, that's charming. The layers that they put in there are charming. Mm-hmm. But even like if that place was just like a white box with the layers that they put in the art, the furniture, the accent pieces, it would have felt charming. Yeah. Anyway, just to say that you don't have to like rip everything out. But just add the right layers, people, and you can you can get the charm. Yeah, amen. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, we just want to give another shout out for Zocdoc. If you guys just download the free Zocdoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. Now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to Zocdoc.com/dearalice and download the Zocdoc app to sign up for free. And book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Dear Alice. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 